You are listening to As a Woman, episode 77, Fertility Rally. In this episode, I'm talking with Blair and Allie from Fab Fertility and Infertile AF Stories, all about the fertility community. Listen in here. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition, while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited because today I am talking to Blair and Allie. So this podcast has existed for a really long time and female empowerment and education, and I've given you lots of educational content. There's still more coming, but I have never really dove into women's stories who are not just the professional women. I've talked a lot with other professional women and female physicians about their own stories, but I haven't dove into the fertility community, which I'm a part of, and I love, 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 love. The very best of social media is seeing the fertility community come together. You can feel so alone and isolated when you have infertility. That is how I felt. But knowing that there is a group of fabulous people in it, I think Blair calls it worst club, best members that are going through the same thing, this is going to change your life by finding your people who are going through what you are going through. And this is why sharing your story is so, so important. Because by sharing your story, yes, it's hard and it's vulnerable and it's scary. You will change the course of this journey for somebody else. And that's what is so, so powerful. And so I'm thrilled that my first interview with members of the fertility community is going to be with Blair and Allie. So let me tell you a smidge about them before we get them started. So Blair runs the Instagram account at Fab Fertility. And I have known Blair for a really long time. I'll let her kind of give our introduction. She is so open about her fertility story, which has not been the easiest. She's still in her journey. And as part of her coping mechanism, she decided to start creating an Instagram account. And then that led to a podcast. And then that led to joining with Allie to make Fertility Rally. And so Blair is just a huge, huge advocate for breaking down information, educating everybody, bringing people together. She is beloved in the fertility community. And if you don't listen to her pod or follow her on Instagram, you should right, right this moment. And then Allie is at Infertility AF Stories. I actually found her and her account through Blair. And she is really sharing other people's stories about building families or having miscarriages and just really puts other women and their journeys on display in a really beautiful way. She's kind of like that person who brings everybody together and Everybody, everybody just freaking loves her. And so I just think you guys are going to love that. And she has a podcast as well. And it's called Infertile AF Podcast. 
Anyways, they join forces, which is just why we love social media, because people can come together and they started the rally. So it is at Fertility Rally on Instagram, and it is a membership-based community that gives you access to so many fabulous things. There's also supposed to be a conference, like a group, which I can say from starting Pinnacle and being on the other end of making a conference solely for the purpose of community. It was one of the highlights of my professional career, seeing all these female physicians come together. They are trying to do the same thing with Rally, but of course, COVID. So we will get an update on that. Without further ado, I am going to bring Belair and Ali in now, and I can't wait for you to hear them and learn more from them and really understand how valuable this community can be for you. Okay, so before we dive in, I want you to have all of the links and information and hear this special offer. So Blair is at Fab Fertility, F-A-B-F-E-R-T-I-L-I-T-Y. Allie is at Infertile AF Stories, just like it sounds. And they each have a podcast, Fab Fertility and Infertile AF. And the rally is at Fertility Rally, and there's a special offer. So I want to make sure you hear this before I let you hear us all chatting together. The special offer code is for $20 off, which is equal to one month free of a membership. So that is Rally Ally. So R-A-L-L-Y-A-L-L-Y. Again, Rally Ally, special code R-A-L-L-Y-A-L-L-Y. That is going to be for $20 off with his equally one month free. Okay. I'm so excited to have Blair and Allie here. I can't wait for you guys to hear them and get to know them a little bit better. And so here we go. Okay, everybody. I'm so excited. So I am here with Blair and Allie of Fertility Rally. Girls, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having us. So excited. Yay. Well, I, you know, know you both. I mean, Ali, I know you from social and Blair, I know you quite well, but I would love for (laughs) you just to start off by you guys kind of introducing yourself and telling everybody, you know, who you are, how'd you get on social media and kind of a little bit about your story so we can understand the background to what became Fertility Rally. Mm -hmm. Ali, you want to go first? first? I'll have Ali go. (laughs) Okay. So I'm Allie Prado. I live in Brooklyn. I'm a mom of two and I'm a journalist. Um, I went through secondary infertility, had my daughter in 2009 and I was 35 when I had her. So, um, I waited a few years after having her. I didn't have any issues getting pregnant or the pregnancy was fine. Um, she was born healthy, thankfully. And then, um, when it came time to have our second kid, we weren't in a rush because we really didn't know anything about infertility and I hadn't had any fertility issues at all. So I was about 38 when we started to try kid and I ended up not having a good run. Um, I was getting pregnant very easily, but I wasn't able to stay pregnant. So Ugh. between the time that we started and the time that we did, um, I, I had four miscarriages kind of back to back to back. They were all very early, and my diagnosis ended up being um, just age, old eggs, basically. Um, when we finally went to our RE, you know, we finally did go to an RE, Dr. Joshua Klein. I don't know if you know him, yeah. Dr. Crawford, but he's awesome. Um, he ended up being my doctor, and he was like, you know, you're the perfect candidate for IVF. 
You've got a really big egg reserve. It's just a quality issue. So if we can find the good ones, we can make some embryos. And um, we ended up doing that. So we, I got very lucky. We did one round of IVF and that was all my husband and I had agreed to do because it had been, you know, four years at that point. And, you know, it was just a financial struggle and mm-hmm. depression and it wreaked havoc on our marriage. So we're like, we'll do one round. If it doesn't work, we're going to be a family of three and that's okay. Um, and it took a long time to get to that point, but that's another story for a different day, but, <laughs> um, one round tested PGD tested. And, um, I had one healthy embryo and they implanted that, or sorry, they transferred that embryo, um, in April, 2015 and it worked and I got pregnant and I had my son in December. So I love it. 2015. So he's four and a half now. Um, it was, you know, it was a really long journey. I'm grateful that I didn't have to do round after round after round because I know a lot of people, including Blair, <laughs> that have been on that roller coaster and I feel deeply for them because I know how hard that is. Um, but, you know, the reason that I ended up here and partnering with Blair is that, you know, with a journalism background, I realized that I was going through it. I was so lonely. And even though I had a lot of friends and family, that were, you know, I could talk to about it. I didn't have like a community that was in it that got it. So I vowed once I was kind of out the other side and the PTSD had calmed down a little bit that I was going to start a podcast, which is what I did. Um, So in March, 2019, I started Infertile AF and it's my podcast where every week somebody tells a different story about, you know, having babies or not, depending on, you know, how their journey ended up. And, um, it's been really great. And I met Blair through my podcast. So that's kind of love it. So you started social and everything after your journey. So you weren't kind of like living it in real time. This was when you were on the other side of it, looking back saying, I wish I'd had this when I was going through it. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to put all of it out now. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperatures starting to warm up, I'm so excited the summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, it's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. 
So whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. They're essential and Ritual knows this. I choose Ritual Multivitamin every day because it is easy to take and I know that I am getting high quality and traceable ingredients in a clean and bioavailable forms. In fact, Ritual conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin to assess its efficacy and the results showed increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. No one shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. That's exactly my thought. It was like, what would I, what do I wish had existed when I was in it? And how can I help create that? And that's how the podcast came about and Fertility Rally as well. And so Blair, you're still in the midst of your journey. We were just talking about your ERA number two cycle that you're in right now. So I don't know if you want to tell people, and I know you got on Instagram and then your podcast as a part of a coping mechanism to deal with being in the middle of infertility. Why don't you tell us kind of how that came about for you? Yeah. So a really quick cliff notes on my journey for those listening is I started IVF in summer of 2018. And since then I have done five rounds, five full retrieval cycles, which is just insane to even say out loud. Um, the first and fifth cycles were great. Um, I call them my, my first cycle is my Cinderella cycle. <laughs> and then my, you know, fit this recent cycle, um, has been great in the sense that we were able to make some genetically normal embryos, but I've had some three really heartbreaking cycles in between that. Um, and so, yeah, we're in the middle of our fifth cycle gearing up for a second ERA and, um, we'll be doing a transfer hopefully in the beginning of September. But yes, I, I got on social in the midst of my journey, um, it was after a miscarriage that I had in 2018 and early on. Um, however, I think, you know, up until that point, I thought, oh, well, you know, we have this weird genetic diagnosis. My husband has a balanced translocation. So IVFs are path to parenthood. Fine. Everything seemed really easy. My cycle was great. Um, things seemed to be going well. I got pregnant pretty quickly and I was like, oh, well, this, this, this was easy. This IVF thing wasn't that bad. And then when we had the miscarriage, I was just like, whoa, like it all hit me at once. Like 
that it was like a really big thing that we were going through. And so I just didn't feel like I had any support like any support in this, like I had a bunch of support, but nobody in my life that knew what I was going through that had experienced that, um, anytime within, you know, the, um, recent, like recent past. And so I didn't know, I felt so alone and just kind of felt slapped in the face by infertility all of a sudden. And so I turned to Instagram. I always like to say like any good millennial does, (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I started fab fertility And everyone asked me why I came up with that name. And I'm not really sure because in that moment, I don't think I felt fabulous. Maybe I wanted to feel fabulous. Um, But (laughs) anyway, it just, yes, it was a coping mechanism for me. It became this like virtual diary of my journey where I could just spell out all my feelings, almost like a journal. Um, And then I got so much support, so much love from perfect strangers that are now dear friends. And I um, kind of turned what I was doing into, it's still very much a virtual diary of, of my journey, but I try to take what I'm learning on my own journey and make it educational for people following along um, and also just empower other women going through it as well. And yes, that's how I met Allie. Um, growing my account and seeing that it was making a difference made me want to start a podcast um, I was on Allie's podcast uh, right when she started it. I think it was in the first 10 episodes. And then I started mine a couple months later. She was one of my first guests. And we've just became fast friends. <laughs> you were in episode six. Oh, six. You were an early one. I have to say, Dr. Crawford, she, Blair wrote me the cutest email that I actually looked up recently. And the, I knew I loved her instantly because she was, can we swear on this podcast? Yes, you can swear on this podcast. She was like, she's like, my husband and I have been through a fuck ton of shit. And I was like, <laughs> I like wrote her right back. It was like, Ooh, I like you. Let's do this. It's like, Ooh, we're going to, we're going to have some things. We're to both kind about. of potty mouse. And we bonded over that fact. Well, well. I mean, yeah. you know, you guys share so much, you know, one thing you both kind of talked about that I always felt when I entered the space as a physician, it was after my own infertility journey. And I tell everybody that I felt so alone and I was a like OBGYN resident slash fertility fellow. And I was looking at, at the time it was like what to expect forums and like where were, cause people weren't really putting anything Mm-mm. on Instagram and in other places. And infertility was still very hush hush. Mm-hmm. And I felt so much shame for being, especially a physician in the field yet feeling so isolated about it thinking how can i help other women when this is just makes you it's so consuming in a negative way and i think mm-hmm. that what you guys have done is take this thing that feels like it consumes you in a negative way and you've made it into a community right and that's positive and so at the end of the day when you don't know what the outcome of somebody's journey will be. If it can be, I supported them through this, or they made lifelong friends, or they had their back, or they learned some things and they knew what they, the choices they were making or what questions to ask their doctor, that's life-changing, you know, feeling like you got to that position. And so I love that you guys both kind of came at this and both really similarly, it's very interesting with the um, kind of infertility kind of hits you in the face, right? Because mm-hmm. Ali, you had your first baby fine. So you weren't really prepared to struggle. Mm-hmm. And Blair has this genetic translocation. And so very often we counsel patients, oh, as soon as we weed out the bad ones, this will be fine. There won't be any other issues. And so when it gets to that place where it just hits you and you're unprepared for it, 
I think that's even harder because I always say women can handle anything. Women are so tough and strong, Mm -hmm. but it's really hard to handle what was totally unexpected. And so when, when you don't know what's coming, it's super hard. I really want to know, and you guys take turns, how, so where did fertility rally? So one, how about Blair? I'll have you tell me what is fertility rally? And then Ali, tell us where did it come from? Like that baby start. Okay. So fertility rally is a business that Ali and I started together in fall of 2019. And initially the idea was that it was going to be an annual celebration of our community, giving the opportunity to all of these amazing women who have met in this space, seeking support, um, giving them an opportunity to meet in person, um, which, you know, it's, I've only met a couple of women that I've, I haven't even met Allie, you guys. So you've never been in the same room together. Yeah. So I've only met a couple of friends that I've met on Instagram and it was like meeting a celebrity. It's because these people have been holding (laughs) your hand through the hardest stuff and, you know, and seeing them, it's like, it was so weird. I met up with one of them in the Denver airport and it was just like, we (laughs) hugged, like we had known each other for 10 years, you know? So we wanted to give that opportunity to um, as many people that could make it as possible. So we thought we were going to do this annual event. We're going to bring everybody together. We're going to find people in the field, experts, um, other infertility warriors, you know, Dr. Crawford's going to be a part. Um, so just a bunch of really amazing women and men, um, bringing them together into one space to empower, celebrate, and educate our community. So it started out as that. And then COVID happened and Ali and I started thinking about everything and, you know, it's, we were like, oh, it's inevitable. Our event's not going to be how we originally imagined it. So that's a whole nother thing that we're dealing with. But we thought we want to do this 24 seven. How can we provide this platform to women and men going through this all the time? And so we decided to launch a membership platform. So Fertility Rally, yes, it's one annual event that we're going to be doing hopefully every year and maybe even become more frequent. Um, but now what our focus is right now on the sh- in the short term is our membership site, um, which is amazing. So I'll let Ali tell you a little bit more about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the, in answer to your question, I think the the way that it was born was like we were doing, we both do a lot of like late night texting and like we were like <laughs> texting each other and we were like, we all, we both also are big dreamers and have like a lot of big ideas. And we've always embraced, like you said, Dr. Crawford, the kind of the um, community side of this. And, you know, so we started talking about the event we got really excited about the event and then it just kind of snowballed and we're like, what could we call this? Let's make it fun. You know, cause we try to bring levity into this wherever we can. Cause as you know, it can be so shitty and so miserable. So anytime we can inject some, you know, entertainment or a little bit of humor. Like we love to try to do that. Cause that's also, you know, coping mechanism for us and so many others. So we came up with the name rally cause we love the connotation of each other up, you know, like we both firmly believe that like there's space for everybody in this community and that together we can all go up, you know, like just supporting each other. And we try to c- collaborate with a lot of people Anyway, so Rally became the name. And then one day over COVID, like Blair said, we were like, we need to, we need to blow this out. Like this is the, the IRL event thing, but since it's on hold, we need to do something else. So we created this, you know, membership site and we thought let's create a community, but also like a content hub. And I think the way that, you know, we're trying to kind of be disruptive about it and do something different. And, you know, not only inject entertainment into it and 
um, fun, but also just embracing everybody's story. Like everybody's welcome, no matter if you're a single parent by choice or LGBTQ, or, you know, we've done events focusing on women of color that everybody's represented and everybody's story is told. Um, and thankfully we both have the same kind of sensibilities about who we want to be a part of it. And it's, it's basically everybody. So we started calling it the worst club with the best members. Cause we're like, I love it. Every, you know, nobody wants to be in this club. Like nobody signed up for this, but since we all are, it only, you know, the only way we can get through it is together. I just love all of it so much. I mean, so funny because I always say, being a fertility doctor, I have the best patients, but nobody wants to see me. Like (laughs) nobody, you know, like nobody signs up and is like, yay, I'm going to see my fertility doctor today. Totally. Because it's not something you expect or want to go through. And so um, I love that Worst Club Best Members because it's true though. And I just think from since I've been on Instagram, which has been four years, which is crazy now, watching the fertility community grow has been like so inspiring because I always say sharing your story is the most powerful thing you can do. It feels like vulnerable and scary, but it can change somebody else's life by letting them know that they're not alone or that other people are going through these things. And you guys are doing that like times a million and just watching how, I mean, Blair, I remember the day you joined Instagram and like now you're like, oh my God, look at you. I know. Well, I remember I was, I was thinking about it this morning and I remember you shouted me out on your Instagram and got a bunch of followers and I was like, thank you. And you were like, you don't need to just have 700 followers or whatever you said. And I was like, wow, like that was only a year ago or a little over a year ago. And it's, yeah, things, things happen quickly. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I think what everybody loves and Blair won't say this herself because she's too humble, but she's so open and so accessible. And like, you know, she just shows every part of her journey, the good and the bad, you know, there's times when it's sad and she's upset and she shares all of that. And I think that it's really different from what anybody else is doing because nobody else is going through it and like holding your hand and taking you along on their journey. So I think that's why it's really landed with so many people. I agree. And I think Blair, the thing you're doing, so let's correlate this. And maybe some of you guys saw the whole like med bikini discussion that like recently went on. (laughs) So where like a bunch of essentially terrible study came out and it was looking at doctors, um, social media accounts and saying what was unprofessional behavior. And there were some very sexist things like wearing a bikini or drink, holding an alcoholic beverage or wearing a Halloween costume. But the point was that a lot of us who are on social media say like showing the person behind just this, you know, thing that you're putting out there is really powerful. And I think that that's true in the infertility world as well, because you could paint things all rosy and have like perfect pictures all the time and just share educational facts if you wanted. But Blair, like you've cried on your stories. You've introduced us to your chickens. Like everybody (laughs) knows so much about what's going on behind the scenes too. That makes it so real that I think is good on so many levels because it makes like what I think when I watch what you do besides loving you already is that gosh, this could be anybody, right? And that's kind of the point. Like infertility doesn't discriminate. This could be anybody. And so mm-hmm. you're making it so real and so tangible that it really helps people understand that this is a, a real thing that a lot of people are going through. But it takes, mm-hmm. it's really brave. So I'm so proud of you for doing it in real time is so scary. 
Um, so yeah, selfishly, it's really helpful, but I get so many, Allie and I both, we had a discussion about this the other day about how, you know, when we were talking about launching fertility rally as a membership, we were like, okay, there's a, you know, there's a lot of amazing resources out there. There's a lot of memberships out there and, you know, there's space for everybody. And we think that that's every, everybody doing something to serve this community is incredible. We were trying to think about what do we bring to this space that's different and something that Ali and I really focus on is being truly the face of the brand. So we try on our, on our fertility rally Instagram stories to show parts of our life. Like you said, behind the scenes, like Ali showing, Ali showed Sunny the other day with his saber, like saying, I want French fries or whatever, like just little silly Real things stuff. behind the scenes that, um, we didn't want to just create this brand and then step away. We wanted to be like in people's faces in a good way, like mm-hmm. sharing our lives. And I, cause I yeah. think when you do that, Dr. Crawford too, like seeing you have such, you're doing such so many amazing things and then be with your kids. It makes it all so much more real. I feel like. Yeah. And we, another thing is like, we were like, we're bringing something to the table that's different in that I've gone through it and I'm kind of out on the other side and bliss in the middle of it. So we have two different perspectives. So we're constantly like, I'm like, what do you need? What should we put on the site that you need? And then she's like, what do you know? Like looking back that you can add, you know, so constantly bouncing ideas off each other from these two different perspectives. But like I said, you know, we make it a priority to really get to know. Um, so we did a zoom call with every single one of them, um, that wanted to, and that was really interesting because now when we do our weekly support groups every Wednesday night, we're like, Hey, Marisa, how's your husband's (laughs) job? You know, Hey, Amber, how's your dog? You know, like we really know everybody and that's, you know, that is huge, hugely important to us because we don't want to just throw up the site and then step back. Like we're in it every day. We're on the message, you know, we're on the rally feed, which is like our message board. We're we're reaching out to everybody. Um, we do one other thing that's really cool called submit a special date where if somebody has something coming up, like, um, transfer or like a miscarriage anniversary or something, they can email the date to us and we put it on our shared calendar and then we'll just send them a note. It's not like blasted out on social, but just to them, and just say, we're thinking Somebody's about thinking of you. Yeah. And that was something Blair thought of. Cause it was like, she's, she's like, I love being able to get that. Like when you're going through something specific. So just little things like that, that I think are kind of set us apart. I really love that. You know, you talked about the two different perspectives because I've heard from, um, you know, a lot of patients and, you know, from going through it that, you know, having a child doesn't cure your infertility. It's mm-hmm. kind of, once you've kind of gone through it, you're, you're left with residual scars, you know, there's goods and bads about it, but it's not like, oh, Allie, well, you know, you had your baby, so it's all, you're all done with this now. And I think you're living proof of how that's the case. You know, it doesn't just end, you're kind of branded like this forever. And you're taking that into such a positive light with the rally. And I mean, I just love it so much. I want to know because my audience may not know. So let's say somebody's like, oh, okay. So rally was a, you know, in-person event. Now it's kind of shifted because COVID's changed everything to a membership site. So what does that mean? Like, what does it mean if I join rally? What do I get if I'm a person? Um, Well, first of all, for anyone listening that just wants to check it out and see like a little sampling of what the membership site offers, you can go to fertilityrally.com because we do have a public site where we put, you know, 
several blog posts, videos. It's just to give people an idea of what they can expect. But once you become a member, you unlock all of our content. So you log in just like you would log into like a Facebook page or something. You have a profile that you can set up for yourself. You can get very specific on what your diagnosis is, where you are in your treatments, um, because we we understand that not everybody wants to shout from the rooftops like we do. Um, and that's totally fine. And we want people to feel safe no matter what. You can create a profile with a picture, very much like a Facebook profile, like an infertility one. Can, our members are searchable. We have, um, under the community portion, we have a bunch of different groups that Allie and I came up with when we launched, but we're also empowering our members to create their own groups. So for example, someone created a Washington state group. So there's like 10 women in Washington that chit chat about the clinics there and things like that. Um, there's, there have been like personal meetups that have happened because of fertility rally, which is amazing. We had one funny one is unique uteruses. Somebody created that group, which makes me laugh so hard. And then, um, let's see. So we have a lot of virtual events. So for our members only, we have a weekly support group every Wednesday night where we bring on all sorts of experts like doulas, life coaches, um, what, who we've brought in other infertility warriors to other podcast hosts that we're friends with just to help navigate conversation around topics like miscarriage. Like we had one with test results and anxiety, how to talk to your, um, coworkers, family, and friends about your infertility, intimacy and infertility. So we try to do a specific topic each week. Um, and we have a really fun group of women that show up to that every single week. And that's how we're getting to know our members even more Then we above and beyond that. We have other virtual events. The last Friday of every month, we have a rally roundup. So this Friday we have one with Jennifer J. Palumbo, who's a comedian based in New York. Isn't she the best? Oh, I love her. Yeah. So our rally roundup is, is an event that we do that we open up to everybody. So again, if people listening want to just see what we're all about, that's something we open to everybody. And then we also have done basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we've also done some really cool events like this week, for example, um, it's free for our members, but it's $4.99 for anybody else. It's funding your fertility without going broke with the fertility finance Devin Baeza. So we try to do super niche, like one or two a month events like that, um, where we bring on an expert to educate um, our, our members and the broader infertility community. Do you want to take, do you want to take it from there? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. water. <laughs> so that's kind of the events portion. And then we have this content hub that I was, you know, referring to earlier where, you know, we have blogs, we've got podcasts. Blair and I record. We have a really fun video um, series called 10 Minutes With, where we just talk to different people in the community, experts and doctors, and we'd love to get you on it, by the way. Um, (laughs) You know, just thinking that somebody might be sitting in their waiting room and has 10 minutes to spare, and they might just watch this and get a little levity out of that. Um, We've got really cool merch. Um, We do a lot of collabs with our merch where we give back to different... um, organizations and nonprofits. Like we just did one with, um, the white dress, was it the white dress foundation? Is that we wear white for fibroids, we sorry, yeah. for fibroids, um, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we've got resources like questions you can ask at your next appointment. Um, tons of videos like Blair giving herself injections. 
So again, it, it all goes back to what do you need to know when you first, you know, get diagnosed with infertility? You know, I, we're trying to avoid the Google rabbit hole that people yes. go down. I remember Googling, like how to give yourself a blah, blah, blah shot and being like, is this legit? I don't even know who these people are. Like there was all these videos and I'm like, which one do I watch? And it was so overwhelming. So we're trying to do the legwork for people so that this is kind of their one-stop shop. And if they need something, they've got the community side and they've got a lot of education and resources as well. We do some really fun stuff too. Well, first of all, we partner with a bunch of like fertility related brands, like My Vitro, like Natalis, like uh, belly, like if there's a ton that we offer discounts to our members. So if you're looking for a fertility product, our goal is to have some sort of partnership with all of them to save our members money. Um, but also we do a really fun piece every week. Well, in addition to our, our blog is getting really amazingly insane with, we have guest posts. We have, we write a ton every week as well, but we have one that we love doing and it's called cool shit of the week. And we do, we do a theme like last week, it was six fertility related books that we love. Um, so we did have Dr. Shaheen's book on there as an example. Um, and this week we did one all about like our money saving hacks that'll help you save money for fertilities, kind of trying to stay in theme with our event this week. So just a bunch of really fun curated stuff Mm -hmm. that, we've taken, you know, from our, our experience, my current experience, and we love to pull our members. Like, what do you guys want? Tell us what you need and we'll go try to find it for you. Mm -hmm. So, and the cool shit, just a quick sidebar. We were like, we should do a list of like cool shit every week. And then we're like, what should we call it? And we're like, Let's the just cool call shit. Cool shit of the week. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's a good name. Why do we need another one? I love yeah. it. So, okay, guys, this is really incredible. I mean, as somebody who creates content and tries to make things, like it takes so much time. So, how how are you how are you doing this? Lots of tears and not sleeping. <laughs> no, it's we're. I feel like we're leveling off. We're getting into our groove now that we're almost two months old. Um, which is crazy to think that it's already been two months, but um, you know, we both, we both are really hard workers and we, we both know our strengths. So we both kind of lean into what we're good at um, and divvy up the the workload. I mean, there's never enough time and we're never doing everything we want to do, but you know, we also like lean on guest bloggers and stuff to provide content that way. But we're, ch- we're trying to do it all, but our to-do list is never ending as I'm I would sure say you know, it's, Dr. It's funny. I mean, it's funny. I know Dr. Crawford, you've probably learned a lot about stuff you never even thought you would learn like podcasting. Like Allie and I now I'm a Canva queen. I yeah. create all this stuff oh, in yeah. Canva all the time. Allie and I both know like a little bit too much about web design after yeah. launching the site, but like one thing that we've really tried to start doing is repurposing some of our content that we've created in our podcasts Mm -hmm. and, you know, in the past and like kind of reworking it to relaunch it in the membership site. Cause we've been working, I mean, each of us like a couple years on social with all this stuff. So trying to figure out a way to reintroduce all of that has been helpful. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. Mm -hmm. Probably what you guys have realized is what I learned, you know, after being on Instagram for a while and kind of the driving force in my starting this podcast was that Instagram is amazing, but nobody can control like the algorithm or what people find and you can't mm-hmm. search it. So you could have like the best post on earth about like egg quality. And it's mm-hmm. like, whoever sees it that day sees it. And then it's just kind of gone. And so right. 
you, which is good in a way. However, it's not really sustainable. You don't want to keep creating the same thing over and over. So to have a place where people can go and be like, I want to know about egg quality and find relevant stuff, which it sounds like you're putting that together on the rally and you know, you both have your own podcast too. What about are you both going to keep your own podcasts? Is there any thought of combining it? Is there thought of different type of media like YouTube or anything in the future? Have y'all even talked about this? Yeah. yeah. So the, the plan is- <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Like We've we, talked about it. When we launched, we, we decided, at least for the foreseeable future, that Fab Fertility remains the same and Infertilia remains the same. Um, and, you know, in addition to like the cult, the whole combining the podcast thing, we kind of do that. We do that on the rally. We co-host podcast episodes. Um, now if we ever became the, um, fertility version of create and cultivate, maybe we would, <laughs> maybe we would revisit all of yeah. that. Um, but yeah. for now, yeah, we're going to, yeah, we've, we, but we have talked about doing like a fertility rally podcast and other extensions of the brand too. And again, it's just comes down to like the manpower and like (laughs) right now we just want to take care of our existing members and make sure that everybody's good and in a good place. And then I think we'll start talking about maybe bringing some other people on board and you know, all that stuff, but you know, you just started your own thing too. It's like growing a business. It's like, there's so many question marks and how do you scale and how do you do all that? So yeah. And there's not enough hours. Yeah. (laughs) you can't sleep, you know, like there's, there's only so many hours in the day and it's tough. So let me ask you guys some random questions and just kind of, we'll shoot back and forth. I'll just ask each of you. So, um, Blair, what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody just starting out on their infertility journey? Um, I, well, I have two little things. One is find, find Ali and I always say this, find your community, find people that can support surround you with, with love when you need it and hold hope for you when you can't hold hope for yourself. Number two would be, um, really focus on what you can control and surrender to what you can't. Um, I, in the beginning of my journey would get, I I experienced so much more anxiety and stress than I do now waiting for test results, waiting for, the day, the day five call, the day six call, the, the, you know, genetic results, this and that. It's just, you can't worrying about that. Isn't going to change the outcome. So for me, I try to focus my, like I try to be a control freak with my diet, with my exercise, with my mental health, because I can control all those things to a certain extent. Um, and I think realizing that you have very little control over the situation helps a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Allie, what about, what do you have to say about like self-care? Cause I find when people get really overwhelmed, whether it's starting a new business or like deep in IVF, very often they let taking care of themselves kind of go out the window. What kind of yeah. advice do you have I, there? I completely agree to make it a can. I know it's a lot easier said than done because just in general, we always tend to like put other people first and, oh, I don't need to do that. But I did find when I was going through um, my secondary infertility, I had to lean into like yoga and the soul cycle and really think I would have gone crazy if I didn't have those outlets. Um, so I just think it's so important, even if it's just go every day, just do it in the morning and get it over with. And it's kind of sets the tone for the day and you're in a better mental health space. And 
yeah, I think those things are so important. Blair, how do you deal like keeping your relationship strong and infertility? I get asked this all the time and I didn't do a good job of it personally because like I kept Jason, I tried to just like keep him out of it most of the time when we were struggling with things, which in hindsight was like not the best thing to do. But what what is your advice for people? Because y'all's journey has been, you know, going on for a while. So how do you keep that over it? And I'm not going to like sit here and say that every single day, day, especially when we're rebounding from bad news. If this is a woman listening to this podcast and you're going through infertility, having the clinic call your husband with results, like just getting them involved as much as possible. So they have some skin in the game. And then um, also going to therapy. We didn't start doing that until, oh gosh, maybe a year ago. And and it is very helpful because one, it's a place that you know you can go talk about all the hard stuff so that it doesn't, it isn't all you talk about in your marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also knowing that you have a safe place to go have the hard conversations like, should we consider donor stuff? Should we, you know, like all the stuff that you don't want to ever bring up because it's just crappy you have a place. So yeah, I would say therapy and then also just being involved, having your partner be involved as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's really good advice. And a lot of things that I think people don't want to acknowledge that it may be a relationship strain to go through this. But the truth is, anytime you go through anything tough, especially things that make you start questioning if your family will look like what you want it to, it's really mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Holly, I have a question for you about... Um, one negative I've heard from, you know, infertility community is the comparison game. Like it's really great at a time. And then you see you're comparing your cycle to other women's or you see your friends have success when you feel left behind. How, mm-hmm. how do you help women or what kind of advice do you give about like, you know, besides just stop comparing, but that's hard, right? It's yeah, it's such a good one. And I did that so much while I was going through it. Um, it is really hard not to do that, but I, we just really do ourselves a disservice, I think, in general as women when you know you compare. And what I've found is a lot of people, and we have this on our calls sometimes too in our events, where you know people are minimizing their journeys and what they're going through. If that's you know, people stop doing as well, it's like really you know, as it's not as hard for me as it is for everybody else. Or I had a miscarriage, but it was only a couple of weeks along. And we always say, don't do that to yourselves. You know, if you lost, you had a loss early on or, you know, whenever. But, um, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge that what you're going through is tough and grieve and talk about it. And that will help you heal. But, you know, comparing and minimizing, I think, is one of the things that people need to stop doing. That's a good point. I always say that too, just like for professional women, you know, to stop apologizing for how you feel or making excuses like it shouldn't matter even though it does. And I think that's a great point that you said about minimizing it, feeling bad because your journey isn't as hard as somebody else's. Or even, sorry, even with secondary infertility, I think that's another area where we shouldn't compare. Like I think it's hard if it's first time around, around, third time around, it always sucks. And I think too, one other thing I want to point out, like in the same vein is I think it's, it doesn't have to just be really for women, not celebrating their small victories or even like big victories. We have a lot of women in our membership that'll say, well, I don't want to, I don't know if I should come to the support group anymore because I did get pregnant 
for my transfer, or I don't know if I should tell everybody that I got 30 eggs for my retrieval because it's a good thing. And we are always like, no, we are here to celebrate the good things too. Um, and you should not like, you don't need to be in a space where you don't feel like you can do that. So we encourage that as well. It's just like, you know, yes, like infertility, the space can be such a bummer and yeah, yeah, we commiserate a lot, but we also want to celebrate the success because that gives us hope, you know? Yeah. I really think that, you know, there's some negative things that just women in general, by our nature, we want to minimize or apologize and we end up comparing and feeling jealous. But I think that like, I always say it in the professional realm, there's room at the table for everyone's success. And it makes us all better if we can celebrate that together, because then you can still get support from people who've already achieved this success. It's not like it's them or you. Their Mm -hmm. success doesn't mean that you won't be successful, right? So we're Mm -hmm. able to simultaneously celebrate yet kind of be sad in our own place or still have work to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I just want to wrap up with a huge, huge thank you to Ali and Blair. You are both so inspiring. Your vulnerability is truly showing us what strength looks like. I'm so proud of you, and I love that the rally exists. I can just see how huge this is going to be in the future, and I really want everybody who's listening, whether it's the rally or your own crew, It is so important to find a community. There's no reason why you should suffer alone. And so don't do it. Find people like you, share your story, get support. Don't make infertility worse than it has to be. Again, you can find Blair at Fab Fertility on Instagram and her podcast. You can find Allie at Infertile AF Stories on Instagram and her podcast, Infertile AF. And you can find them both at the rally at Fertility Rally. And remember, there is the special discount code, which is RallyAlly, R-A-L-L-Y-A-L-L-Y, for $20 off or one month free. Thanks so much for spending the time with us today. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at Natalie Crawford MD. Follow me on YouTube, Natalie Crawford MD. And this is the As A Woman podcast. I love every time that you subscribe, give a thumbs up, give a star, give a rating, a review, or send me questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes. Would love to hear what you want to see. Thanks so much. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. I'm Brian Halfrich, a 26-year-old bioethics PhD student and clothing brand CEO. Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things health and wellness, navigating your 20s, and becoming the best version of yourself. So sit down, play that episode, and join The Collective.